The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now on the show, we are going to talk about vacant housing. About 4,500 local authority homes are currently unoccupied. It's according to figures published by the National Oversight and Audit Commission. Tom Phillips is Managing Director of Tom Phillips & Associates, Adjunct Associate Professor of Architecture and Planning in UCD, and Roisin Murphy is an architect and broadcaster. They both uh, join me. Tom, I might start with you. I mean, there's always going to be some homes unoccupied. There'll be churn in the system, as it were, but 4,500 would suggest that there's something more than just churn going on here. Good afternoon. Yeah, it it would be, but the figure is, if you look at against the national figure, against the census figure, it's 7.8% for all housing. So it's actually lower pro rata. I think it's 1.9%. So like it should be in a deal world, it should be 0%. But things happen. There's obsolescence. And you need to go behind the figure and look at, at why why the figure is the way it is. And part of the reason is because a house doesn't last forever. So some of that those those units were because of obsolescence. In other words, they had to demolish them and rebuild, or that they got them back in such a way that they had to they had to uh, rebuild them. And one of the figures that's quite surprising is the the cost and delay in getting those houses back into reuse again. That the average price around nineteen thousand to uh, to do them up before they're let on to someone else, and the, the, the delays in some places very short. Uh, in Dublin, for example, eighteen weeks. And but in Cork, or sorry, eighteen days, and then Dublin or Cork, seventy-five days. So, it, it there's there are different figures behind all that. But like the figure can never really be zero. But the ideal is to get it as close to zero as possible. And, and are are we doing everything, or are local authorities doing everything they can to get it as close to zero as possible? Well, I suppose if you look at it the way across the thirty-one local authorities, you can say in some cases yes, and other cases no because of how it, how it averages out. But there are quite, like, there are multiple differences between the best and the, and the, and the slowest. So, so, and then, obviously, you're dealing with 31 different authorities. Some are very small, like a Leitrim County Council is very small versus Dublin City Council. So you, it, having people in place that can do the work, you need a, a kind of a, a, a critical mass of people working in the local authority to, to understand it. But it does show that maybe one national body could do that as opposed to having 31 different authorities having 31 different ways of doing it because it is crazy that we've got publicly owned housing stock that's not being used. I mean, every single house that's capable of being used should be used and that's what we need to maybe perhaps get the situation to get a single authority and yeah. make sure that happens. It, it, it strikes me though, I mean, if, if the vacancy figure is only 1.9%, you could put an awful lot of work in that, but you're you're unlikely to get it to less than one and a half, maybe close to to 1%. It, 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 vacant property, you're probably better off, are you, to come up with a strategy to refurb vacant property across the board rather than just the focus on local authority? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, if 7.8% in the current the census figures were done in April are, haven't come out fully yet, but the preliminary figures are saying that 7%, 7.8% of Ireland's housing stock is vacant dwellings. And that, that's a bigger issue. So to, to, get, to deal with that figure, would be hugely beneficial. And then the other thing as well, the average obsolescence, in other words, about 0.5% of all houses in Ireland annually are beyond repair and have to be demolished or something else, some of them. So you're never going to get to a zero because with the passage of time, the yeah. houses get get worse. So Yeah, well, I guess it's, it's like the employment market. You'll never have zero yeah. uh, unemployment, but you can have full employment with a couple of percentage Correct. points of, of unemployed. Roisin Murphy is with us as well. Tom, you don't go anywhere. She's an architect and broadcaster, as I said. Roisin, I mean, are, are there lessons we can learn from other jurisdictions? Are, are we an outlier in Europe with between 7 and 8% of properties vacant around the country? 
we're definitely an outlier and um, I think we did a I did a program earlier in March a big city plan which had actually identified there's 180,000 in the last census now I know there's a review of those figures of vacancies of, of habitable dwellings in the country now there is a review of it because they've got to go back over and distinguish which you know really chase down those figures but we did some interviewing with uh, the Peter McFerry Trust and they were saying that they, we are capable of getting rid of our housing crisis, arguably by tackling vacancy. The Irish Heritage Council are banging on about this. They have a town first plan for all, which is measuring measuring vacancy, like units over shops. There's a huge amount of dereliction and vacancy in the country. We have incredibly rigid fire regulations in terms of uh, existing buildings. I'm just back from Paris. We were renting um, a place in close to the all the, the sites Notre Dame and you're talking about where you'll see ordinary decay, pipes running everywhere, bits of kind of moving architecture, but it's still inhabited. Like mm. we tend, I think we suffer from over-regulation in Ireland in terms of fire regs, particularly. Now, I know this is a touchy subject and we have a you know, very sensitive subject, but the truth is we are trying very hard to get some deregulation because it is so stringent, it's so difficult for architects to actually bring existing yeah. buildings. I mean, anybody who's working on a conservation project, they sometimes feel like throwing their hat in the air. There's very few, uh, even in terms of town, um, the councillors, just people to help people get through that, like process is yeah. can be so arduous and we need to do we need to be broader in our thinking even the fair deal i'm going to go on about this fair deal thing as well because i think everybody in the country is a relative well can, can, can we come back to the we'll yeah. come to the fair deal i just want to ask right. and, and i didn't time it this way but you, you, yeah. this is kind of remarkable as sky news is on in the corner of the the, the studio yeah. and they're talking about grenfell because the inquiry yes. is going on can yeah. we relax fire safety regulations to allow refurbishment to happen more quickly and more cost effectively but well, still make sure people are safe. Yes, I think Grenfell is a, is a completely, it's, 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 an, it's an outlier in terms of examples because Grenfell is a completely different structure. They put a cladding material that had no fire stopping on the outside of it and it was done entirely for aesthetics. Like it is a completely different type of structure okay. to some of the refurbished structures we're talking about in Ireland. We're talking about bringing buildings that would traditionally have been inhabited um, over pubs, over shops. Remember years ago, the doctor, if he was living there to get a planning permission for his surgery, he had to live on the premises. These are places that are lying vacant. If you go through any small town in Ireland, any main thoroughfare into Drumcondra or wherever it is, look up and you will see over the shop all empty. Mm. Now we've been trying for 40 years to get this plan in action. I, I think we've had four I think we've had four living over the shop initiatives, at least, lot schemes. At least. And the thing they discovered it was Ali uh, Harvey was really pushing this up in Dundalk and Drahada the the town plan first thing that came out in COVID because COVID was a real springboard and they were working with young people where they measured what young people want. They got they did it statistically rather than getting talking to an old architect like me who loves old buildings. They kind of were really <laughs> well you know what I mean. I, I know I know. Yeah, and that's what my kids always say. Yeah, it, it's the only thing we kind of meet on at the moment is is the kind of reality that the older building stock will, one, it, it brings life back into the towns, over the shops, over the streets. But young people want apparently to live like this in Ireland. They want more kind of inhabitation of their main streets. And, the, the, and Tom will know this from the 16-minute plan 
all the pointers are to refurbish your building stock, to refurbish older stock first. And That's the first thing in climate change and everything. And we are behind the eight ball. Okay. And there's a huge argument about it because we're financialising the production of housing and it's pushing costs up. But also the model of production and delivery of housing is much slower than if we incentivized the bringing back of vacant housing. And we could get a lot of people off, off the housing list much quicker. And the Fair Deal scheme, the criticism of that? Well, for me, I'm kind of thinking they need to allow people to rent those properties out at a much lower uh, tax rate to get people when they have their loved ones for sometimes three and four years. You're talking about people in nursing homes mm. and then houses lying empty and doing what Tom is saying. They're running into kind of decay. Suddenly they're not inhabited. It's like houses seem to decay like people if they're not inhabited. So from my mind, they need to incentivize people to sort of say, OK, um, mum and dad are away they're in a nursing home we, we need to be able to let this out and the government needs to help them so because otherwise it's too difficult they need to do special lease arrangements or whatever it is but I think that would be a huge incentive for people to be even for, for young families who really need a leg up or to get out of the housing list on a short term for a couple okay. of years until we can get a march on the, on the delivery of housing in the country uh, Tom can I ask you about renovating those units above shops and restaurants and cafes and pubs whatever they happen to be I mean if one, two, three and four versions of the lots scheme, the living over the shop scheme have failed. How do we make version 5.0 successful? I suppose we'll look at the, I fully agree with Roisin, you, you look at the various uh, codes, building codes, etc. and make sure they're all aligned. There's no point in having the planning authority promoting living over the shop and then finding that you can't insure it or there's a taxation issue, etc. So anybody who's travelled internationally would see that it works perfectly well. There are plenty of towns in Ireland, like Boyle, County Ross Common, for example, that could that has a lot of vacant properties. They could be brought back in and people could live in them. And Camden Street or any of the streets in Dublin City that don't have people living above the shop. So there's a disconnect between the planning regime and the other building codes, particularly fire. And it's not, and Roisin's saying you're not looking for a dumbing down of standards. You're just looking for how it's done elsewhere and still safe, which would encourage people back into those properties. When you consider that say, like the figures that are hidden in this is of the housing stock that are vacant, they're at 7.8%, but the, the unoccupied is 12%. So we've got, we've got unoccupied holiday homes, we've got temporary, temporarily absent homes as well. So there's only 88% of our housing stock is actually occupied. So you've got to really ask why is that and why is there any vacancy when we've got a housing crisis? What can we do to, make, to bring mm. these houses on? And it gives employment to people as well, to, to, re, to people to learn the, the trades, the building trades, to get back and get these houses back into circulation. Tom Phillips, Managing Director of Tom Phillips and Associates, Adjunct Associate Professor of Architecture and Planning in UCD, and Roisin Murphy, the architect and broadcaster. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.